Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast. podcast. Yeah, we've got a special edition podcast for you today. We have an interview, guys. Whomst is our interview with? We are chatting with Mary Armanderas from the Power Retrieval podcast today. Yeah. Uh, so come along for this ride. It's going to be fantastic, and we will see you on the other side. Welcome, Mary. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I am super excited to talk to you too because I can tell you're a powerhouse couple that are actually <laughs> actually gets you everywhere. Huh? Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> um, so I um I was raised just like John Catholic and with nine other brothers and sisters, and I was the baby girl. So it was pounding to us that, you know, I was scared of God when I was a kid, scared to death of God. And when I'd go to church, I never felt loved. I was like, what is this? Why are we reading the same crap over and over again? Then some guys telling, you know, things that I don't even understand. And they never really ever talked about the angels ever during, because I had no idea about angels either. So um, I was the weird kid in, in my family. I was the youngest girl. My mom and dad, they had a house that was over a hundred years old in Pacific Grove, California. And I could feel the energies as a young kid. I could feel the, the negative energy. I could feel everybody's energy. We didn't have a television, nothing. And I look back and I go, wow, I used to see the house bleed, right? I used to see the house bleed. I could feel the darkness in the house. Weird stuff would happen to me constantly. They called me the weird kid. Um, but as I grew up, I ended up having a baby at 17 at all girls Catholic school, 17 years old. And here came the shame, the guilt, the blame, not and no confidence, just unworthy. All of those feelings were building up within me. And I couldn't even tell my parents I was pregnant. That's how scared. Can you imagine being that Actually, age? I can. So uh, I have a, my, there's a similar story of that in my family as well, because while I was not raised religious, my mother and my aunts and uncles were also raised Catholic. And we, my mother had a child when she was in uh, high school also, although she was in public school, she had been in Catholic school when she was younger through like, through like eighth grade or something like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, but I didn't find out about it for, for years. Yeah. Because and, it's a big no, no, it's a big no, no. Right. Yeah. So and just to think about how it affected the ooh. course of her life and everything. It's, it, it breaks my heart that people use um, religion in that way. Yeah. But you know what I've known now being growing up now and going through what I went through. Well, I ended up, let me stop there. I ended up marrying a man who was 15 years older than me. Okay. So I'm 20 years old now. I have a two-year-old. I marry a 15-year-old, a 15-year-old man, 15-year-old. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he just had complete control on me. Why? Because, because I gave my energy away. I gave my power away. And I felt unworthy. I felt dirty. I felt all these things. So I just basically just, whatever, you tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. I was with the man for 20 years. My daughter um, that I had back then, she was, I don't know, about 28 or something. She goes, mom, you need to read this book on the angels. 
you guys, I picked up that book and started reading that book and I could start to feel the instant connection that I used to have as a kid. And I went, holy shit, I do not need to be living in this fear and anxiety and keep giving my energy away to everybody else. I'm depleted. And I was a big bright light and he couldn't handle that at all. He was like, no, we're going to step on her a little bit more put her down a little bit more. And so I started to build up my confidence and start meditating. And, um, and I realized, holy cow, all of us are constantly leaking our energy, every thought, every emotion, every anger, every time you're jealous, every time you're thinking in the past, you're thinking in the future, you are leaking your energy and it absolutely depletes you. And that's when the good old illness starts coming in because we don't know how to control our mind. So I ended up divorcing him and finding the most amazing human being that walked into my life. It was like a miracle. And he gave me the space for me to develop who I am today. So it was like I had to go through all this shit to get to that point where I can go, oh, okay. I can start helping others because I've been through all this trauma and giving my energy away and going from man to man to man. So that's basically my journey. That's where I am today. So now I help um, teach people how to retrieve your power and that the power lives within us. And people don't understand that the power is so strong. We have, we are so freaking strong that all we have to do is start tapping in and forgiving those things that we guilt and that shame that we hold down that we've been programmed since kids and start calling that energy back start calling that sexual energy that you didn't want to sleep with how many times you sleep with people you didn't want to especially women because we were like okay we got to give it in right but you're leaking your energy you're giving your that your stuff away so basically that's where i am today so it's kind of exciting it's a cool journey yeah. Well, I'm really interested in, in, um, how you mentioned that, that, um, you can sense energies and then you talked about leaking power. So tell me a little bit more about, about your, how you, how you sort of discovered that power was leaking and how you can kind of like plug that, plug that up. <laughs> right. So how did I discover that? I discovered that through, working with the angels because I work with the 12 archangels from the central sun and you call on one angel, they all come right. When you call on ascended masters, they're all come. But if you want to work with one particular, yeah, you'll feel the energies coming through. So I learned that when my mind was constantly on that hamster wheel and I was thinking, Oh my God, the past is going to come back. You know, that's mainly where we're always at. We're always in the past or we're always in the future. And I realized that it was draining me. It was absolutely draining me. You know how you have um, your friends and family that, oh my God, I can't sleep. Why can't you sleep? Because I can't turn off my brain. So you're leaking that, right? Because you're thinking, 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 and then you're exhausted and you're full of anxiety and fear. Well, guess what? Energy doesn't die, never dies. So it's out there. So we can learn how to call that energy back and you can feel it once you start doing it over and over again. It's just like opening a sacred space or um, call, you know, doing all your herbalist and all those things. You get more powerful and more powerful and you can bring that energy back because our energy right here on planet Earth, this is the only planet where we can we come and we have all the junk from our past lives. 
So you can call that energy back. Like when you're working on your spells and your herbalist things, you call on the energy from your past lives of when you were doing all your spells and all your fun stuff, you call that energy and and you get stronger and stronger. So that's how I learned, hey, energy doesn't die. You have the ability within yourself because you are a creator and you have the strength to bring it all back. I love that. That reminds me a lot of this thing that you keep talking about that you heard from um, Alan Watts. So Alan Watts has this quote. I'm a big, I love, I love that guy so much, man. Uh, Well, I'm going to look him up because I'm going to write him down and his name down. I've I've listened to a lot of his lectures. He's like, kind of like new wave 70s. 60s kind of I think 50s through 70s yeah Uh, so like philosopher like philosopher yeah he has this but he's very inspired by like um like eastern philosophy so it's like very Alan Watts Ram Dass uh they're sort of in the same energy space uh but Alan Watts has this saying where uh and I'm paraphrasing but where like when you when you live in the future you have anxiety. And if you live in the past, you have depression, right? And and like self-doubt. And the key to overcoming those things is to live in the present, right? And try and live as close to the now as possible, uh, which is sort of uh, um, very inspired by like Eastern meditation, right? The idea that you don't need to worry about the future and you don't need to dwell in the past, but like live in the moment and accept the moment clearly, right? And you're sort of freed by all that dragging negativity behind you and all this dread of what could, what is to come. Right. So how do we do that? You know, how- <laughs> is, is it, isn't that the million dollar question, right? How do we do that? The first thing, the first thing, and I know you two know this, The first thing is to go out to nature. The first thing I do in the morning is I go stand outside and I go, because Mother Earth, what is Mother Earth? Mother Earth is our true mother here. She's our mother. And look at the abundance. That's what another thing we should talk about is abundance. There's no lack. Do you see what she provides for us? People don't understand. Their angels are coming in. They don't understand how much abundance she gives us. Everything in our homes is from her. It's not coming from heaven. It's coming from her. All the elements, everything is coming from her. So she's our mom. So I go out because I didn't have the nurturing mom. She she never was nurturing. She should have never had 10 kids, right? But I signed up for her. And so I go out and I go, hey, mom, I'm release. I'm releasing all the fear the doubt and the anxiety that I am carrying, I released it down to you. And just saying those simple words is bringing you into the present moment. And then I just ask her to fill me up. And then I love to just imagine my whole, all my my legs are just in the dirt with her. And that is a great way to stay in the present moment. And then when that mind starts going crazy, I go, I surrender. I surrender to my higher self. I surrender because you're taking that yourself out of the going in the future and going into the past. And another really cool thing I love to teach my people is that you, you walk in, you walk in your imagination. And if you don't see it, doesn't matter. But I have them walk to a bridge and there's a golden stream going underneath the bridge and you're holding a book 
And the title of the book is Expectations of My Future. Expectations of My Future. Because that's all we're like, oh my gosh, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? I need to go to a psychic. I need to do this. I need to no, no, no. Guess what? You're not supposed to know. That's part of being on earth. You're not supposed to know. So you take the book of my future expectations, and it's, sometimes it's really hard, and you throw it into the water. And sometimes it doesn't want to go. You're like, shit, let go, let go. You throw it in the water, and then you jump in the water after, and you go, I surrender. And it's a beautiful way to get your mind back to, let's be in the present moment, right? Isn't that cool? I yeah, love that. I like that. that. I like yeah. that, yeah. You know, it's 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 funny you mentioned going out like outside first thing in the morning and just reconnecting with nature. I I've, I've talked about this on on previous episodes of the podcast as well, uh, and, you know, and on like some of my social media. I I do that fairly frequently, where I, it's just like a morning meditation. You have coffee, stand outside for five minutes. Honestly, even if even if you're living in like a like a standard American infill neighborhood. Right. You've, you've got a tree or some grass or, you know, whatever front yard energy you've got going on. Leave your house 30 seconds, a minute and a half earlier than you normally would to get to your car and just like stand outside next to your car. If that, yeah. like if, that, if that's what you got available to you, it's totally fine. But just like. Listen. You know, that's like my thing is just like I, like I, I'll stand outside. With generally with a cup of coffee because I'm a big coffee drinker and, and just just like listen to the trees listen to the birds listen to the wind just like find meditation in the sounds and smells and sensations of nature this grounds you back to an understanding that goes back infinitely through human history which is just us participating in nature well and mm -hmm. not just participating but also like reveling in the thing that nature is. We recently talked about this on an episode where, where it was about connecting with the seasons because everybody has a season that they like love and everybody has a season that they don't like. And living where we live, I've actually sort of become to appreciate all of the seasons equally because, you know, I go out and I let the dogs out in the morning and again at night. And I just take a few minutes to just really like take it in, you know, the spider webs in the trees or whatever the chickens are doing and just sort of like take a moment and just sort of like bask in the infinite love and wisdom, not to sound too cliche, uh, <laughs> of the earth and, and our mother and sort of like what she's bringing us and just sort of like let that moment like lighten the load. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, na nature, nature is grounding, right? I mean, mm -hmm. literally, we call it ground in electrical circuit for a reason, right? <laughs> every house, every house has a big cop, like a ten foot copper rod pounded into the earth to ground the electricity in your house, right? I mean, these are like like state or building code kind of thing. So, like, I mean, we understand intrinsically this is still a part of our lexicon, but it's sort of lost while we're you know, like you're talking about this like book of the future, this book of like expectations. The problem is, is that we look so anxiously forwards that we kind of lose track of like where we are in the moment. And without making the active participation of trying to learn from nature, simply observing it, the act of observation feeds that that like program in our mind 
right, that wants us to understand, right? So from that, we connect greater with nature just because we're having those moments of meditation in it. You know, I'm a big gardener. I'm an avid gardener. Mm -hmm. And I always say, I always like tell people like, get a plant. If you go to the store, get a plant. Mm -hmm. It's going to teach you to pay attention. It's going to teach you to stop for like Mm -hmm. five seconds and just like notice the soil in the plant. Right. I have, I'm, I completely disagree with the structure of like regular plant watering. You know, you got to water it twice a week, way too much work. Dog, I, I don't, I, I have no capacity for that in my mind. It's just like every time you walk past this plant, pay attention, right? Yeah. And and yeah. you learn to like feel that plant. Like where, does it need water? Does it need nutrients? Does it, you know, is it, it not getting enough sun in this particular window? Or, yeah. Or whatever. No, and it's the same thing too. If like we were talking, like say you live in an apartment and you can't go outside, just looking at a tree on the photograph on your wall, become one with that tree. Pretend your hands are touching that tree, just like a house plant. You go and talk to that house plant. And if you stare at the house plant long enough, you're going to start seeing the energy around the house plant. So it's everywhere and people don't get it. They yeah. you don't get it. And you're, you're connected. We're all connected. You know, oh, you're psychic or you're this or you're that. It's like, no. We all are. We're all the same. We all have the same power. It's it's if you are willing and you allow yourself to start tapping in to what is already available to you, the magic's in you. Yeah. So stop. And the nature is the greatest way to go out. Go put your back up against the tree. Go sit on the ground. You know what I love to do? Oh, man. When I'm having a really rough time, because I am a huge hiker. I go and I lay flat on my belly. You should see some of the hikers that come by. They're like, what the hell is this? (laughs) (laughs) Flat on my back with my face down. And sometimes it's so emotional, you start crying. And you don't even know where this is coming from because she is our mom. She's taken away all our crap. And she's transmuting it. And she's bringing in more loving energy. It's just so powerful just to be out there. It's my greatest thing. And working with the elements... The nature angels, I mean, the, the, everything, you know, the nature angel lives in the house plant. The nature angel, what is a nature angel? It is creating that energy within that plant, right? How is that plant growing? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it all is. Around us. It is. It reminds me of um, of the, the Egyptian, the ancient Egyptian concept of Ka, which is that everything has, uh, everything has magic. Everything has a soul. Everything has a spirit associated with it. Everything is inherently magical. And that's sort of the way that they lived their lives in like ancient, particularly the older pieces of ancient Egypt before they really had developed a lot of the religious concepts that we're more familiar with as like modern Americans. And also before like, like uh, as much cultural bleed from the Greeks and the Romans coming in, like they really believe that everything was magical. And I think as modern humans and particularly as modern Americans, we are so tapped into this idea of what I like to call like cultural, like capitalist Christianity as our sort of like religion here that we like 
but that we forget that there is inherent magic in a lot of the little things and in everything. But we also sort of believe that people who lived in ancient times were dumb. And yes, you know, it, it does make sense that people created mythos and these, and these spiritual uh, and religious beliefs to help to make sense and understand the world around them. But they weren't dumb you know they were they just didn't have the same technology as we do now so they're just understanding it on a different plane and i i think about that a lot almost every day yeah. <laughs> i think about that a lot yeah. and i think that that really kind of ties into the energy is in everything and i try to see that in everything and my problem is more that i can't turn it off rather than needing to turn it on yeah. <laughs> right well, right. it's, it's, it's the, you know, I, I, I say this, I say this way more often than I probably reasonably should, but it's like, we can't, we can't remember what it's like not to know. You're right. Right. Because it's gone. It, it's been wiped from us. Yeah. Right? Knowledge, knowledge, mm -hmm. the bright light of knowledge blocks out the like visible things only perceived in shadow right yeah. if, you, if you're using a nail gun all day long you forget how to swing a hammer well right if you're using yeah. a power saw you know a chop saw or something like that all day you forget how to use a hand saw it's not that you can't you'll figure it out right but we we sort of live in this place where like we have so much stuff vying for our attention right and like calling us to like pay attention here it's a, so many bright lights surrounding us that we forget the like sort of like simple, calm monotony of like meditative tasks, you know. Uh, and and it's so funny, like mentioning connecting with nature like that, like the meme that has come out in the last couple of years of go outside and touch grass is humorous from like a, you know, uh, standard Internet standpoint. But at the same time, it treats so heavily to this like basic human understanding that we need to be involved in nature somehow and interact with nature. And we have strayed so far from the path that we have to remind people that grass exists and they should go near that stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> and I understand that I live in the woods, so it's different. And also I have to we go don't touch grass every day. Technically have well, grass yes, here. Yeah, that's but true. that's its own thing. So funny. That is but, but like it's crazy that we have to remind people of these things. I know. Well, the problem is is that there is so much and everybody is so greedy. Like you see so much greed right now and so much fear right now. And I'm not going to have enough and I'm not going to have this and I'm not going to have that. And they're so trying to keep up with the Joneses instead of just worrying about me, me, I'm number one. And then your relationship is second with your spouse, partner, whatever. But people forget that I'm number one and I have to self-care and self-love myself and self-honor myself. And what do I need? I I don't need new clothes. I don't need new makeup. I need to know who I am. Because that's what that's what we're missing here. And the number one lie that we have here is that we're not connected. We're not connected to source, whatever, God, whatever you want to call it. That's the number one lie that we've been pounded on, right? You better pay me because I'm the one who's going to help you tell the big guy in the sky that you need money for your children or whatever. That's the number one lie that we're dealing with. So the fear factor is huge. 
We're all running around with fear. We're vibrating fear. So when you're vibrating fear, you can't be in the present moment. You forget about nature. You could care less. What are people doing? They're ripping out their, their gardens and putting fake grass in, John. It's like, what the hell, man? It's, it's and a they, bold strategy. Yeah. And you know what's sick too? Really? Do we need more apartments? Do we need more condos? These kids have no backyards anymore. Yeah. They're all tapped into this phone. And I was blown away what these kids are seeing. Killing blood. All these on these videos. And, you know, I was talking to my husband the other day with all the war and all, it's all over Twitter. It's all over all that crap. You're seeing people dead. You're seeing like all this stuff and it doesn't even affect us. Yeah. Yeah. It's the desensitization to knowledge what? that should have significantly more impact. But we've just because of the like the like. Well, the interconnectedness that yeah. we have these days with social media and news on demand and having, you know, high speed Internet yeah. and smartphones it's, and it's, all that. It's, stuff. The, it's the propaganda of of uh, attention. Right. The propagandization of attention, because like this company wants you to spend your seconds of like visual time paying attention to their, their website, they're going to, they're going to try and shock and awe, right? It's, it's, it's sort of like, a, it's like the hyper personification of, of, of like information blitzkrieg, right? Yeah. Where mm -hmm. we just, we're constantly getting screamed at in like colors and sound bites and, and she's this like insane visuals and the most absurd and sometimes grotesque moments of, of human existence just because it's going to cost, it's going to make you look right. You know, it's, it's the, it's the, like, yeah. you can't turn away from a car accident. Well, and it's, it's also manipulation. I do social media professionally. Oh, uh, so that is an incredibly difficult task to do, not just because social media is, you know, you, it requires when you're doing it professionally, it requires all kinds of different things, strategy and planning and all this other, all these, all these myriad of sort of jack of all trades things, but, uh, the, but social media in and of itself, although I do enjoy it, I see it professionally for what it is, which is an interesting thing that I didn't, an interesting perspective I didn't have before I did it professionally. And it's manipulation. I understand what the algorithm is doing. It doesn't want you to go to posts that tell you to click out of the app because it wants to use up all that time, all that space, all that energy, like actual electricity energy, but also all of your mental energy. So like when you go on social media after you're done, are you on there for longer than you expected you were going to be? Mm -hmm. Uh, did you go, oh, I'm only going to look at one more post. And then you scroll through seven. Mm -hmm. uh, and do you feel drained when it's mm -hmm. done? Do you feel fear? And it takes you through this like really uh, grotesquely speeding up news cycle where there's always a new, there's always a new catastrophe happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And every day it's a new catastrophe. And we live in an area of California where we have had some natural disasters. And I remember seeing our area on the news, like national news for these disasters. And then the next day, boom, new disaster, boom, new disaster, new disaster, new disaster. And it really like takes a lot out of you just like being alive yeah. <laughs> at yeah. this point in time, you know, yeah. so taking those like moments to like really ground yourself are so important because it's the recharge, you know, you can't continue, you know, you can keep using your phone until you get down to like 1%, but 
we're like a battery that can't go below 1%, right? And you need to plug in, you need to recharge. And I think that grounding and finding who you are within yourself so you can better understand what you need to recharge because mm-hmm. my recharge is way different than his recharge <laughs> <laughs> and would be different than your recharge is like really right. important no so that's a great point to come up with because empaths i have a sister that's super in she's super empathic and she doesn't even realize she is she's and she watches all of this and she'll cry and she feels it. And I'm telling you, the diseases that are coming to her are horrible. The things are coming because she doesn't even know how to clear it. She doesn't even know what's going on. But that's happening to so many people in our society. You've got to back up on that time watching that news and those horrible images. I mean, but you know, when you go to bed at night and you watched a scary movie and you have those dreams. It's in there. You're feeling that you're it's it's crazy. And then when you go to the astro field, you're getting more of that scary stuff coming in because it's in your field. So you're collecting more yeah, of it. You're you're attracting it like a magnet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's I, I, I look at it as this like uh, like a. Uh, part of like a system of balance, right? We all have different balance points in the like three dimensional space. It's it's like a. Like gravity orbiting, like something orbiting a, a gravitational body, right? Some some people, just because I can watch a lot of news and and somebody else can't watch a lot of news, doesn't mean that either path is necessarily right. But we have to find the point at which and and like I'm definitely the person who's like on, you know, I'm I'm on social media all the time. Twitter is literally always open on my on my computer, so I can read the news. I I genuinely love reading political news I so don't does my husband why. john so does my husband i i don't know why it's so he fascinating it. to me i mean it's, it's a little depressing because these people are like very yeah. stupid but like concerningly stupid sometimes <laughs> but like i love reading that stuff i am also the person who will like be doing stuff outside and then come inside and doing stuff and it's like nine o'clock at night and i'm looking around like where is my phone and I go outside and my phone is on the roof of my car where I was chopping wood five hours ago. And I just completely forgot about it. But see, John, the difference is between you is, is that you're able to pick, you're able to watch all this and discern it. And you're not letting it get in your energy field. But my friend, what you're doing is you're going out into nature. So what are you doing? You're releasing that stuff and you're putting your hands in the dirt or doing whatever you love to do outside. So there's that's a difference. You're able to balance that. But most people aren't because what are they doing? They're going to work all day. They're they're driving somewhere. Now they're listening into their radio and their car and then they're coming home, turning on the news. How about the people that have TV in every room? I'm like, what the heck, man? (laughs) I, I got in a car accident. I got in a car accident. I still have a thing on my lip. And I said to my husband, because I came home from the emergency, and I said, okay, you can bring the little TV into the bedroom. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> And as soon as I was well, I'm like, get that TV out of my room. But it's it's just crazy how we're so addicted to it. We're yeah, addicted. Yeah, well, and I don't even know that it's necessarily just TV. It's just sort of this 
this like idea of what a modern life should be. Yeah. And it's, I and I don't think that engineered entertainment. Yeah. Well, and I don't think that really any generation, any time frame has a different uh I mean, while the set and setting may be different, you still have we still have the same problems in the 50s, in Victorian times, in medieval times. Yeah. There's always this like expectation that comes from just sort of miasmic society that tells people how they should be living and mm -hmm. how they have to be living in order to reach the like, you know, carrot in the sky, whatever your, whatever, whatever your personal vision of the afterlife that you desire is. And I think that people get real caught up in that. And I think that it's particularly a problem nowadays. Uh, we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that come from or were raised in like very strict religious backgrounds, like very strict Catholic, very strict fundamentalist or Baptist or Protestant, like some very strict stuff. And as someone who was not raised in religiously because of my mom's own issues that she had had with the church, um, it's, it's, it, it 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 breaks my heart really it does that these people have been raised in such a hateful environment mm -hmm. and i think that it's it's so easy for humans to turn to hate it's so easy for humans to turn to fear and not to actually like sit down and like unpack and deal with these things um that it's so important to go into grounding like you it's like you told them like it's because you're touching the earth yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well, it, it, I, I look at this as a function of sort of hyper generalization, right? We we get in this place where instead of like if if we're having this conversation and we're trying to we're trying to sort of teach the lesson, educate the masses, right? You start with this, like you need to find these practices and you need to find the thing that fits with you and all that. And there becomes this this sort of lackadaisical feedback loop where we start talking about generalizations for me it's it's whatever 30 minutes of meditation a night therefore that's what you should do to get to a to get to the place where you want to be but that doesn't mean that you should be meditating i know a bunch of people who cannot meditate like at all no connection to meditation it's impossible right and that's totally fine because for them meditation is riding a motorcycle meditation is is Working a lathe, like I just started uh, doing black work. It's like a type of cross stitch. Uh, had never done it before. The time ceases to exist for me when I'm doing that. <laughs> Man, I was cross stitching till like 1.30 in the morning yesterday. Yeah, literally last night. Yeah, literally last night. Back. Like no, no sense of time for me. You're a, you're a man of all sorts of cool talents. Well, I, you know what? I feel like everything in life can be a lesson, whether that lesson is good or bad is entirely up to you. But like, just, I don't know. I, I like learning new things. Yeah, you it's know, so I'm a, a student you know, of life. You know what? And that's a big thing too. People don't have a hobby anymore. They don't pick up and they don't do anything that they love because they're so dumb, 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 dumb. I have to do this. I have to do that because I have to make more money and I have to do this and that. And the creativity energy is not there anymore. You see it all the time. And then you're wondering why people are getting divorces. They're miserable. They're depressed. It's because they're not doing anything for their inner self to grow and be happy. Yeah. We're supposed to be happy. Damn it. Yeah. Oof. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. <laughs> we live, we live in such 
uh, <clears throat> such a fulfilled time, right? There's so we have access to so many things. I mean, you know, I I regularly think about like if you were to somehow uh, like transport somebody from the dark ages into like a modern American neighborhood, they would go instantaneously mad with just the amount of stuff available yeah. at any given moment, right? And, and let alone giving them a pumpkin spice latte. Oh my god, yeah, yeah they would die. like lightning. But <laughs> like, you know, it, it's it's we talk about this fairly regularly. Sometimes you kind of get overwhelmed with the idea that you don't have time to do all the things that you want to do. But I I find that more often than not, whenever we start to feel that like there's there's 110 things I have to do and I only have time to do you know. 80 things or whatever like i don't have time for all the things i want to do it's because we're not prioritizing the things that would be most beneficial to us mm-hmm. because it's like well i want to do this but some social rule or yep. whatever says this i need to do this also well but do you need to or honestly sometimes even want to do that thing like i get when the laundry basket's full you got to do laundry Every that's right. Obvious, everybody gets it. But do you need to do laundry right now? Because no. if you're feeling a little stressed out, you know what? Draw a bath, throw the laundry in there before you go to bed. Yep. yep. I was say throw the laundry in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just it's like, oh no, this is why you don't do the laundry. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's it's like for me, the like cleanest example of this that I've sort of internalized is scheduled meals. I don't eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at regular times. I understand that that's important and whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, but <laughs> also sometimes I skip breakfast and lunch, not because I'm trying to count my calories or some nonsense like that, but it's like, if I'm, if I'm doing something outside or I'm working on a project or whatever, it, like, I understand that it's one o'clock. I understand that it's like the scheduled time that we're told you know, like, like it's lunchtime or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to do this. And then in an hour or two, I'm going to do lunch. But if I'm hungry and it's bloody 10 o'clock in the morning and I just got done with breakfast, I'm going to have second breakfast. Hey, I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm exactly the same way. You know, because we starve ourselves. We starve ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally all the time. And you're right on on that. Absolutely. People need to start tapping in and going, hey, what do I need? What do I feel? Yeah. Yeah. Those are powerful things to start figuring out what I need. Well, and I think that people also starve themselves spiritually, which leads me to, I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, I want to hear more about your work with angels uh, because I feel like there's a lot of very polarizing feelings about the like Abrahamic religions as a whole. Um, and I'd really love to hear about how you sort of like reclaimed that part of yourself and how you work with angels today. Okay. So, um, so I work with the 12 archangels from the central sun. So the central sun is source, whatever, everybody has their own name. Some people I love it, make up their whole name, name it Joan. And I think that's awesome. Right. Because we Catholic beliefs, you were like, oh, it's a man. Yeah. Yeah. So the so the angels. So what I've learned is that um, source 
starting as a creator, right? Source is creating. He's always there. It's always creating. And it created this angelic kingdom. Now, the angelic kingdom, there's 12 angelic kingdoms. And the angelic kingdom is here for us to remember that fear is an illusion and all there is is love. And so that is why planet Earth was created. So we were separated, the illusion that we all we all have, the amnesia we have, that we're not separated, right? Like I talked about earlier, it's the biggest lie we know is that we think that we're not um, separate from it's like having 12 hairs on your head and thinking that they're not part of us, right? So the angels, what I have learned and belief and work with the energy is, are in our solar system, okay? So we've got the, the angels in each part of it. And you know how you astrology, you go through and you read your chart and you're like, oh yeah, I am going through this. I am learning this lesson. Some of us can go, who cares, Right. But you can call on the power in the, of the angels in the solar system to start bringing in the energies. So, for instance, um, Archangel Morgan is the moon. That's how I know her name is the moon. So let's back up. All of us are made with feminine and masculine energy, right? Light and sound. Light is your masculine and sound is the emotion, right? The feminine Mm -hmm. So the angels are made exactly the same energy. And once you, so, okay, I got uh, kind of off track here. So <laughs> Archangel okay, so Morgan. As far off track as you want to. Yeah. Arch, okay. So Archangel Morgan is the energy of the moon. So when you work, you probably work with the moon and the moon is super powerful. What is it powerful with? Your intuition, clearing things that no longer, you no longer necessary. So what I've been taught to do is being able to go up to the moon and visit with this archangel, right? So when you see the moon, you think of it as this hard, dense, crusty looking thing. But when you um, let the veil part and you go in and you really take a look at the moon, it's this blue, smoky kind of gray color. And then once you start calling in her energy, hey, because I, I call her grandma, grandma Morgan, because mother earth and the moon, right? Yeah. We need these two to keep balance. So once yeah. you start calling her, she's, she's mother's mother earth's mama. So when you call on her, that's some powerful energy that you're going to. So I love to go up and step and I bathe in her waters and it's just the most amazing energy and then you've got like each each angel has each um planet has an angel associated to it so i just learned how to come in call them in first i open up my sacred space with air fire earth water and then the ether i actually even made cards these cards are actually going out today see how cool this is Ooh, cool. okay. I teach people how to open up their sacred space. So we'll go through this really quick. Air is associated with Archangel Gabriel. What does Archangel Gabriel do? It, this angel is the angel of communication, right? Air. Breathing in that air. I call in the power of the air. I call on Archangel Gabriel. I use, I did it before you and I got on this call. I did this whole thing, ritual. 
And I say, please open up the angel airway so I can connect with my angels and guides, with your angels and guides, so we can have a beautiful conversation and whatever energy needs to come through today that we can help at least one person, right? So that's Archangel Gabriel. Pretty cool, huh? And then we go to the we go to the east. We go to fire. What's fire? Who is fire? Archangel Michael, badass Archangel Michael comes in. And Archangel Michael, I asking Archangel to bring in our creative energy in the belly, right? Because that's where your soul powers from, your confidence, your creative energy. So when you call on this, this is huge. So we're just opening up our sacred space, Earth, Mother Earth. I release all anxiety, fear, whatever. Help me stay grounded. Help me stay positive. So this, all the divine feminine energy is working with Mother Earth, right? So you can call an Archangel Chamuel, Archangel Yariel, Yoriel, whatever. I just call him up. Hey, Mom, I'm really messed up today. Come and help me. Help me to stay grounded. And then we call on the um, the, the power of the West. Now, the West is Archangel Raphael, and I'm sure Raphael comes in with you a lot when you're putting together your healing spells and all your tinctures and all those things, because that's the angel of healing, right? The angel that's going to come in and help healers, um, artists, all of that emotion, water. So it's pretty cool. Then the ether, what's the ether? The ether is awesome. So ether is bringing the energies of heaven to earth, earth to heaven, right? Because we have the ability to be happy every single day if we choose to be in the present moment. Because like we talked about earlier, earlier, we're always in the past, we're always in the future. So ether is Archangel Metatron. So when Metatron comes in, you ask him to bring all the elements together to open up your sacred space to bring these beautiful energies into your home. I do it when I go to um, on um, vacation in hotels because people's energies are in there. Yeah. You're walking into all sorts of weird stuff that's been going on in these rooms. So you need to learn how to clear that space to open up, to meditate, to heal, to sing, to do whatever you want. So it's super, they're super powerful when you start calling on and people don't get it. We have a whole team of guardian angels we have our guides we have access to all the all the angels we have access to the ascended masters to the goddesses all of it but guess what we don't call on that power ever and we need to start doing that you know how everybody goes oh the parking angel helped me get that parking space guess what they can help in marketing they can help in getting your house clean they can help in your relationships. You just, they can help in your health. So there's just so much that we can do. But the first step is to call on them because they're just sitting back. I always tell everybody they're sitting back with a smoke, having their coffee and they're on. When is Mary going to call? When is she going to call on her help? We've been following her around and she keeps screwing up. When am I going to call on them? And then as soon as you call, they're like, all right, let me put out my smoke. Here we go. So it's awesome. I love that. I definitely call on 
the like angel or like spirit or deity of sewing when I'm working on a particularly, I do a lot of costuming and a lot of sewing. I make my own clothes and a variety of things. And I definitely call upon them, but I don't have like a name for them. I just, I know that that cosmic energy is there and I'm just like, oh, please help me figure out how to put this sleeve together. <laughs> <laughs> like it's there, definitely. <laughs> No, it, and it works. It's amazing. All of us, like th this morning, I was outside. I do the same thing you do. I go outside with my coffee and I have my coffee. I talk to the plants, Mother Earth. I say hello, good morning to everybody. And I was like, where's my crystal? I go, guides, angels, can you help me find my crystal? I'm not kidding you. I walk in, already made my bed. Walk in, my crystal sitting on my bed. And I was like, thanks, guys. Simple. Yeah, we definitely have moments like that too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people think that you need to be like the psychic, crazy, this, that. No, uh-uh. We all have the power. That's it. We all have the power. So start using it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's 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 it really is just a function of like connection and effort. You know, yeah. it's it's just like we, we have to choose to like like forge ahead on those paths, as it yeah. were. For like the betterment of us, and as we improve it, you know, it's 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 the truest form of trickle down economics. If we improve ourselves, everybody around us is like more open, and and you know, we're not bringing our baggage into our coworkers or yeah. our friend group or our family group or whatever. So instead of being part of the like, like current train of culture and society where we all kind of drag each other down right we get to like act in this place of like lifting each other up right whether that's like like effectively trying to help a friend with a problem or just i have i have this i don't know curse maybe is what it is where <laughs> anytime i'm in like almost any store whatsoever people ask me where stuff yeah. is like like I have I have been in uh uh we have a Home Depot up here it's like the the big box store for like uh, construction supplies and stuff and I've been in the Home Depot in like a purple kilt and like a pink dress shirt right D definitely not this orange store's you know colors <laughs> and somebody be like oh excuse me I'm looking for this item and I'm like oh yeah it's over on aisle seven or whatever and like they'll go and and I'm, I'm thinking to myself like why would you have asked me that. Do I look like I work here right now? Like, I have no problem with helping people, right? It's, I'm overly helpful, probably. But, like, why me, dog? Like, that's it's so crazy. Because, because you're approachable, honey. You're I mean, approachable. that's probably what it is, yeah. <laughs> also, I've definitely been, like, walking past an aisle and heard an employee trying to explain a thing and just interrupted, like, all right, it's... These are the screws you need. Yeah, you, you don't know what you're talking about. These are what you need. Don't listen to me. You need to talk to the man in the purple kilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We call it stranger talking. I do it too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know you do. I can see it all day long. You two are like a dynamic duo. You guys are perfectly matched for each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, uh, we are starting to run out of time, so I want to make sure that we can talk a little bit about what you're doing. So tell us, tell us, tell our listeners, all all ten of them, uh, what it is that that you're doing, where we can find you, and like what cool projects you're working on. Okay, awesome. So um, 
I just started my own podcast. It's called Power Retrieval. And um, and I'm super excited because so I started to interview people and then I my team was like, nope, it's all about you. So what I do is I come in like my last podcast was on um, not letting fear take control of your life. And they're quick, awesome tips that come through. And so I'm really excited and, and people are loving it because it's quick. You get an inspiration and it's like awesome. So I'm doing starting that. And I really love that. Um, and I'm going to be starting a course on power retrieval. So you'll learn how to awesome. retrieve your power. Um, because what I what I think is making most hum, um, humanity stuck right now is fear. Bottom line, fear of moving forward, of not having the will. So basically, the course will be about activating your will, right? And activating your heart. Because so many of us have just been beat up and crushed like crazy. So um, I'm doing that. And what else am I up to? Um, I think that's it for right now. (laughs) Well, cool. And so we can listen to your uh, podcast on, I know you have it on YouTube. And is it on the podcast networks as well? Yes, it is. It's on um, Apple, Shopify. It's on all of those networks. I don't even know all of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll we'll have that link below. Uh, so uh, if you're watching this uh, podcast interview on YouTube, all of those links will be below for your stuff. And if you're in uh, wherever you're listening to podcast, there's like a million places to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to those anywhere, uh, those will be those links will be in the description for those podcasts. So those will be uh, those will be available there, so that way they can find you as well as your social Perfect. media links, um, uh, and like your website link and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that way the uh, people can find you. So those will be available okay. there. And, and I forgot the most important thing. Um, I do power retrieval sessions, and they are super powerful, and you will definitely be changed. I mean, awesome. it's, it's incredible, incredibly powerful. And so I teach you how to reclaim yourself. We go up to the library beliefs and we literally pull books out of your brain and throw them into the violet fire of the beliefs and patterns. And most of the time, the beliefs and patterns are from your ancestors and we don't even realize it, what we're carrying around with us. So it's really cool. And, uh, it's been so much fun. I love talking to you too. Yeah, and- thank you. This is this has been this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for coming on the podcast with us, uh, and we look forward to seeing uh, more in your more of your stuff and uh, and checking that out. Hopefully, our listeners um, check all that stuff out and uh, enjoy enjoy what you have to say. This has been fantastic. I've had a ton yeah. of fun. This has been very eye opening, uh, very uh, informative, and a good discussion. And, uh, I feel like we're best friends now. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, for your time. thank you for the energy. It's positive vibes, man, which I'm super here for. Yeah, this has been great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You two are awesome. Keep up the good work. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and we uh we look forward to uh hearing from you at some time in the future. Uh, we'll probably circle back around at some at some time in the future with uh with the, with the interviewers and uh Yeah, we'd love to have you back. And we'll definitely oh, yeah. have you back There's at so some point in time. We didn't yeah. even we didn't even do the tip of the iceberg. 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's what we're not that, even all yeah, the way there. We're not even there. We've got so <laughs> much things we can. Talk I know about. it's so fun. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. You guys have a beautiful day, and I'm looking forward to sending me everything, and then I can post it as well. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll shoot you an email through um, through the email the email chain that we've had going on, Perfect. so that you can uh, look forward to all the all the details. Yeah. Perfect. There. And then I want you to send me any information on what your your work is with um, Instagram and all of that social media. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, to get yeah, you yeah. all that stuff yeah. also. Please do. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank well, you very much, so much and uh, you have a fantastic rest of your day. Yeah. Thank you too. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, That was a fantastic interview. We had so much fun. Oh, my goodness. So much information. Yes. So much fun. Absolutely. Thank you, Mary. Fantastic. Cannot wait to talk to you again. I hope you all had a great time out there listening to that. And uh, uh, we will catch you guys for more witchy goodness uh, next time on this podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, ring the bell, do all of the things that you're supposed to do. And if you're watching this on a, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm never going to get listening right. If you listen to this on a podcast network, leave a review and don't forget to check out all of Mary's links, which will be down below or to the side or above or to the other side of wherever links go. So go check those out and we will catch you guys next time. Stay magical folks. But first, Thank you to our patrons. Oh, yes. Thank you. Alan, Miranda, Alexa, somewhere, uh, Panda, and Brianna, and Helena. Boy, I read those out of order, and I don't know why. That's insane. Why would you have done that? insane. I don't know. My brain was, like, randomized. Uh, Anyway, thank you to our patrons. You help us do what we do better every time and allow us to do really cool things like this interview and also our three-year anniversary live stream, which is coming up. So, uh, it's going to be in December. So early December. You'll get a date at a time that's not right now. Yeah. So get excited. Prepare prepare your body. Clear those calendars or something like that. It's a live stream. It's a live stream anniversary thing. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Anywho, uh, we will catch you guys next time. Stay magical, folks. And don't forget breathe in self confidence and breathe out self doubt.